Rick Jensen on 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL. Anger regarding schools, education, and shutting out the parents. That was evident in the race for governor and the success of Glenn Youngkin winning the governorship in Virginia. We've also seen this happen around the country. And uh, there's a lot of confusion also about critical race theory. I've read about it some. I am not going to pretend to be an expert. I will say this, though. If indeed, as some school districts seem to be doing, you're teaching kids that mathematics is a racist construct invented by white people and represents white supremacy, then I think that's a big problem for kids who are in uh, elementary school, even up uh, through high school. Maybe you disagree. There are people around the country, though, who are seeing this in the schools, and they're angry. You have folks on the left laughing and saying, oh, no, CRT is not in there. And you're listening to a guy who absolutely does believe that there should be a full, open education about the evils of slavery and racism. And, yeah, we should be honest about uh, Western Europeans uh, conquering this country as Others have conquered their territories and others all around the world, too. So imagine this back in July of this year, a woman who is an immigrant from Iran, Anita Edgarian, sees this as being a problem in the school, and she wants to know more about what's being taught. She wants to have an understanding. Please tell me what's going on. And again, this is in the very troubled Westchester School District, just up Route 202, minutes from us here in this radio station, here in Delaware. And what happened outraged not just thousands of people in in Westchester, but at least hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, all around this country. She was speaking, she was upset, and uh, she had uh, questions and statements, and they said, your time is up, your time is up, your time is up. Now, yes, the rules are your time is up. But imagine when the school board president comes down and actually unplugs the microphone. It's stunning. Producer Randy, I need you to turn up the volume there, please. We're going to play this right off the laptop, please. And this is what happened on July 26th of this year. I grew up during revolution. I have my motherland has been ravaged by communism. And I threw... uh, left the Islamic country that was hunting us down. But sitting through a board meeting that was divided up, this right against CRT, that side for CRT, was complete nightmare. I sent my kids to study mathematics, literature, history, and I want them to study every kind of history because that's how I am. My house, actually, as a matter of fact, is known as the International House of Pancakes. You know why? Because my kids' best friends are black, Brazilian, Mexican, Muslim, Australian, English, white, purple, black. What are we doing to each other? And sir, you did a great job for 12 years. Uh, She's talking about uh, Superintendent Scanlon there, who, by the way, has been in this program in the past when he was here in Delaware. And, yeah, I did not add the music, but this is how popular it's become, where people are actually adding music to this and, uh, and putting it online. But you're leaving a mess. You have brought division to us. You, this is not the way it's supposed to be. 
Anita, you're a time. No, no. Yes, you are. Because for 20 years you And that's, that's the angry school board to President McCune, who now gets up and walks down towards her, and he's towering over her as he pulls the plug. He's a mess, and you didn't even have the guts to tell you were the chair of the board. And you stood there, you said it. I want to know, are you teaching CRT to our teachers? And if not, why... And he yanks the microphone uh, away. He's, he's kind of intimidating by a pretty big guy there, compared to her especially. Yeah, I know, right? So, and I'm also wondering if he actually made physical contact with her, because there is uh, the accusation. And there it is, unplugged. People are angry. The police officer there as well. She's still yelling at him. Asking questions. And then, uh, yeah, as it reads here, disconsent, discontented to leave the situation to the officer, uh, McCune storms toward the speaker. Again, one raised hand and the other one's closed. We actually have her on the phone. <laughs> Anita is on the phone. Anita, thanks for being on. Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Thank you. So, um, did you feel threatened by uh, the school board president McCune? Absolutely. That's why I kept. That's why I thought I, the only thing I have is just my microphone and my voice, and I'm just gonna uh, use it as long as I'm down. You know, before I go down. So, um, did he? Uh, did he physically touch you when he was taking the mic? He was unplugging uh, the microphone. I'm not gonna make comment about that. He definitely. It was definitely in my personal space and yanking the microphone. I mean, you, you go figure. So on the other on the other hand, though, you you have what they give you two minutes or three minutes, two minutes to talk, right? Two. Yes, they do. It's two minutes of public comment, and uh, to just add to it, almost everyone goes over those two minutes, and we have all the documentations that all along, not only in that board meeting but also previous board meetings, people went over their two minutes. And you know they would just make their last comment and then move on. But the it is, it, but it is two minutes, and I guess they had the right as a school board to turn off your microphone or unplug it, right? Well, uh, I think if you live in uh, you know Russia or China, maybe, but I'm in America, and I don't think a couple seconds more is gonna uh, you know <laughs> do any anybody any harm. I was gonna finish my comments, but this is what happened right when he said I. He said, stop it. I said, no, I wanted to get one more sentence in, which was, are you teaching CRT to our kids? Right. But then he made a motion for the police officers to walk to to come get me. And if you watch the video correctly, that's when I got I was like, I'm not going to stop because I knew somebody was coming to get me. The police officers, I guess, didn't move fast enough. That's why he wanted to come down and shot me down himself. You, and that's when he got up, then all the then it's only fair game that I'm going to practice my voice and do what I got to do. You did you personally emigrate from Iran? Yes, I was uh, 18 when I left the country. 18. Did you defy authority in Iran as well? Yeah, but that's why I had to leave. Um, you know, a couple of scary situations that happened, and um, I just knew I'm not going to survive there. I mean. Just, just because of the things that happened, and see, I'm, I'm Christian Armenian, so my ancestors um, 
are from Armenia, which went through communists, because I have heard people saying, well, Iran wasn't under communism ever. Yes, I know. But what I said, motherland, that's my motherland, Armenia. That's okay. what I was referring to. Gotcha. And and uh, that's when, uh, what, your grandparents or great-grandparents, who emigrated from yeah. Armenia, okay, to Iran? Oh, was that before um, was that before the? No, that's that's a very long story. It's no, like, no, I, I understand, but yeah. I'm just wondering: it was that before or after Ayatollah Khomeini? Oh no, no, way, way before, way, way. Okay, before. yes, because uh, it used to be that the Ayatollahs in Iran were not really political until Khomeini, and he was kicked out of Iran. He went to Iraq. He went to France. He's doing yeah, yeah, doing yeah. broadcast. Came came back right, and uh, the, the short version is now it's a totalitarian government there and if you're if you're not muslim uh is it dangerous to be a christian in iran it's not dangerous to be christian in iran it's dangerous to be a muslim and convert to christianity oh is that what happened that, in, that, in your family yeah. no no my ancestors we always been christians and you know we lived a peaceful life um among our Muslim friends, and we had our churches and our schools and communities, very prosperous and wonderful uh, situation. But uh, when the revolution came, of course, we lost a lot of our, um, you know, freedoms. And, um, you know, I had a lot of cousins overseas who were already studying here, and my sister, I decided to leave the country when they opened up the border. And I came here to study. I got my education here, my college degree. And then it was the war and so forth. So I never went back. You said that uh, you grew up until you were 18 in a communist country, authoritarian country. And uh, and you feel like what's happening at the Westchester School Board is the same as that. Explain that, please. Well, you know, you can... You know, we have First Amendment in America, and our First Amendment shouldn't only be that people should be talking freely and, you know, uh, pursue what they want, but also there should not be any retaliation. So I felt like, okay, I got my two minutes on the school board to express my concerns, but once the two minutes was up, my First Amendment right was they retaliated against me Mm -hmm. what they did was not only they uh, pulled the microphone away from a mom and also i was escorted out by two police officers i mean what kind of a danger am i showing in that school board that i needed to be escorted out by two police officers and that is what taxpayers are paying for has anybody in the school board expressed that uh, they consider you to be a domestic terrorist uh, no, they don't need to. Uh, they send us the second, yeah, two days after the event. They supported the board chair, chair fully for his leadership and what a wonderful person he is. So um, I don't think uh, they need to do anything else. I mean, it seems like I am domestic uh, terrorist along with 1,600 people who did a writing for me in my writing campaign for school board membership why now uh why why couldn't you just actually uh register uh pay the fee and run for school board listen when this happened i'm a mom of three and i have a 98 year old dad to take care of and a husband who runs his own business so i have a lot on my plate getting into politics of it was never my intention time passed and we were they the 
Republican Party said they're waiting for McCune to resign, which would have been the right graceful thing to do. You know, everybody makes mistakes, leave your post, go away. No, he didn't. He challenged and he stayed and he never apologized. And so apparently I was passed that date. So he was going to be on the ballot because he never uh, withdrew willingly, you know. And then the only chance I had was to go as a write-in. And that's when I I decided to do so. You got 1,600 votes as a write-in candidate? Yeah, I got over 100, yes. It, so it, whoever is chasing us domestic uh, terrorists, then better start building a big, um, you know, prison because <laughs> I am going in with over fifteen hundred people. That, that's actually quite stunning for uh, you know school little school board uh, race there in little old Westchester, just right over the the border here, two hundred two from this radio station here in Delaware. Um, mm-hmm. do, now you I said you're busy. You got three kids. You got a husband with his own business. You're very, very busy. You didn't want to get in politics. Do you think you're going to run for school board at the next opportunity? Oh, I, whether it's a school board or anything else, I am not going anyway. I found my voice, and I will do everything I can to bring voice to others. Um, the uh, support has been unreal. I, I always feel like I'm living a movie. You know, I was at the uh, polling station, and I'm standing there. Uh, people would come in, and I would say, uh, hi, my name is Anita Garrett. Before I even finished it, they would look at me and give me thumbs up, say, we know who you are. Wow. That's why we came out. Wow. That's why we are here to vote for you. I had people who would come, and I would hand them my correct spelling of my name, and they would uh, just show their purse or their uh, jacket pocket and say, I got it, girl. Ah. I, I, I printed it. <laughs> I got it, girl. Or, or they would say, honest to God, I mean, they would say, hey, listen, I stopped in front of your sign and I made a picture of it. I have it on my phone. Don't worry. Keep the, uh, you know, keep the card for somebody else. Um, okay, let me let me ask you another I'm question here. You, it's unbelievable. So uh, you emigrated from Iran. You are, as we consider, a person of color. Uh, as you know, we'll hear about you know black people, brown people, such like that. You got uh, you have three kids, and you said at the school board meeting that your house is like the international house of pancakes <laughs> because uh, your your kids have friends who are black kids, kids from uh, Central South America, such like oh, that. Yeah. So yeah. so what is it? What what are the all these diverse kids, students? What are all these diverse students saying? about what's being taught in school that concerns you? Well, see, the kids are not feeling it yet because they don't know anything different. They think it's all fun and game. But I got a call from a girlfriend of mine who said, Anita, why are they pulling my daughter out of the club? You know, she's going into this club or something. I don't know exactly how they uh, call it. Uh, She wasn't sure either. And it happens that she, this is my girlfriend, black, and the child is black. And I said, well, I don't know. You should, I don't know. Maybe my kids didn't qualify. I'm thinking it's some sort of maybe class or something. She said, no, there were no Caucasian kids in that, in that class. I said, oh, okay, I have to look into it. And actually, that's one of the things I'm going to pursue to see why uh, our biracial Mexican and uh, black kids were 
put in this group because another Mexican friend of ours, she was one of, she was done that too. So I, so far I know two of our black friends and one Mexican kid who were given this class. Is there and a I'm name? Is there it. a name of the class or I, a name I of the? Think, and I, I'm not hundred percent, but it's called something equity. It's a whatever equity. Okay, it's an equity um, class. Yeah. Learn about what equity is. Well, whatever it is, again, this was brought up to my attention very recently, and I didn't get into uh, so, you know, finding more information. So I have this annoying habit of listening and thinking and uh, coming up with, with uh, what I think might be an idea and then sharing it out loud. It's very annoying, and, and I have one here, and that is, look, the school boards uh, have these rules, no Q&A. Uh, the attorneys will back them up. That's the way it happens is two minutes. If they choose to enforce it, fine. If not, they can still get away with it. Um, it, it seems to me that if you do have these concerns, you and your family, your kids, that what what you should or maybe you might want to consider um, requesting is an open forum. Uh, in other words, get a number of parents together and say, we want to have an open forum uh, with the school, whoever's in charge of the def- education. It might be the administrators, mm-hmm. including president of the school board and others. Yes. A, a Q- or we can have a Q&A, and it might be two or three hours. Too bad you signed up for this, folks. But you'd like to have an open forward form of questions and answers. And if they don't have answers immediately to your questions, then they would find those answers and have a follow-up forum, say, one or two weeks later. Well, I think you should move to our school district and lead that because you have a great idea. Oh, you, you're, um, you know, you, you've already been chosen to be a leader, whether you like it or not. You, know, you, showed, you showed the qualities of you're willing to stand up and speak truth to authority, and you're at, you're you're willing to stand up against them, and so maybe you and others yeah. who live in the school district. I would be an interloper. They would ask you, Mr. Jensen, where do you live? And they go like, Delaware. What are you doing here? You know? No, it it doesn't. It needs to be people in the in the district. So no, I I'm grateful that you're saying this because we actually um, me running as a write-in was a, a help to. Push Stacy Wormsley, one of our uh, new board candidates. Of, you know, she's a fantastic candidate, and now she's going to be a new board member. We hope that uh, she will implement and bring some new policies and change things around. So parents and school board members, they can have that open dialogue once in a while. Hey, listen, Wonderful. I just want to say, you, we might be louder than louder, so keep watching out for us. Got it. Anita Edgarian, <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Keep in okay, touch. God bless. You- All right, well, bye-bye.